0: You're listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke, the great Emma Clark behind the scenes, making me look better than I should. All right. We're going to talk all red, blue, Arizona basketball here. There is a ton to get to. Second half is still going on to a certain extent, obviously, but we have a lot of highlights. We have a lot of camaraderie and we have a lot of player observations, but first I want to get to a couple of things that they do really well. And uh, Emma, if we could get uh, Mike Bibby coming across the screen right here, I thought this was really, really cool. This Mike Bibby, in my opinion, is the best player that I've ever seen at the U of A. And you watch right there. You had Bibby, you had Miles Simon, you had uh, Channing Frye, and you had Richard Jefferson. And they had a really, really funny joke right there where, and we're going to get to highlights, where they're talking about playing two-on-two. And then I think Miles said, well, whoever has Channing on the team was going to lose. Cause he's the liability. And then Channing said, homie, there's three lottery picks here and you ain't one of them. So again, that's where Arizona really, really gets things. And, uh, they did that to an, ex- uh, a very good degree. Now let's talk about some of the uh, highlights that we saw right here. And first we're going to go with some of the athleticism. If we could go with that first KJ Lewis dunk right here, Emma, that would be fantastic. Um, you watch KJ Lewis right here, and we've been given sheer grief for a while now. This dude is a next-level type athlete. This is what a five-star kid is supposed to look like. Honestly, I'm not exactly sure where uh, or what they missed right there. But you look at this, and he's got a dunk coming up in a second that was even meaner than that. I think it's going to be – and they're this courtesy of me right here. This was – uh this dude is going to play, and this guy is going to play. Then we got Keyshawn Johnson right here as well. Look at this. To quote Shear, Ronaldo has nothing on him. Nosing the ball into the basket. Um, Both big-time, big-time athletes right there. And watch, here he is going at it again. And you can just tell right there that these two dudes can fly, and they're both going to play. Now, you know, back to K.J. Lewis for a second. K.J. Lewis is... Again, six foot four. He's very well built. He's sturdy, and he is going to be slapping. uh, He's going to be slapping uh, 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 shots against the backboard pretty much the entire time. Right there, he looked absolutely great, and we got some scrimmage highlights of him though. We will get to not yet though, Um, and then Keyshawn Johnson as well both these dudes great great athletes right there. Now, if we could get to a couple of the scrimmage plays right here and then we're going to kind of go back and forth here a little bit. All right, so here, you got uh, Jaden Bradley working the ball around the perimeter right here. Then you get the ball to Cal- then you get the ball to uh, uh excuse me Caleb Love pulls up for three, nothing but net. Now, um he missed some shots after that, but you could tell that he's going to be a dude that's going to be able to score the ball. And then we've got another one right here where I believe it's a Pello Larson 3 if I'm not mistaken. Um there uh let's see block shot, all right. Then coming down uh block shot right there by uh, KJ Lewis as well. Sorry about that one. Um but the athleticism on this team is next level. This is easily easily The most athletic team that Tommy Lloyd has put out there from top to bottom. Now, again, you don't have a Ben Matherin that became uh, that's obviously fairly uh, that's fairly easy to see that you don't have a Ben Matherin out there. I get all that, but top to bottom, we're going to we're going to go player by player right here. Kylan Boswell, good athlete. Jaden Bradley, good athlete. He had some nice dunks in that dunk contest as well. Caleb Love, good athlete as well. Keyshawn Johnson, good athlete as well. Great athlete. Then you got KJ Lewis, obviously. Umar Balow, leader of men. We're going to talk about Umar Balow because Umar made me very, very proud out there. Because Umar came in shape and came to play. And I think that was something that was very, very exciting. Now, a couple things right here we got to get to. First, DraftKings. Now again, we got a lot of stuff. We're going to get to Philly B right here with the uh, three-point shot, and I was at the game. I was at the game, uh, Patrick Stark. I was uh, came back at halftime to get started right here. But first, DraftKings. All right, here's the deal. Gam- uh, this is the best time to put down $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball. Gambling problem, call 1 800, visit 1 uh, 800 or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 1 800 or one eight seven seven eight 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling, 888 789 777 or visit CPG.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casinos and Resort. Licensee, Partner, Golden Nugget uh, Lake Charles 21 plus varies by uh, jurisdiction void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash baseball for eligibility terms and responsible gambling uh, problem or gaming resources bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and uh, uh, deposits apply. And my DraftKings pick of the week, I'm taking Arizona with the over of their points against Washington right there. So tell me there, right there. All right, now, now, when uh, Umar Ballo, and we're going to get to Philly B right here, because we got a lot to talk about with Philly B. Umar Ballo has obviously been the source of some frustration for me because he came in out of shape. He was obviously out of shape overseas. That was frustrating for me. Ladies and gentlemen, we don't need to worry about Umar Balow right now. Umar Balow is back in better shape than ever. He looked great out there. He was dunking in traffic. He had a nice block at the rim where he challenged at the apex. I think you're probably going to see kind of what we saw last year from Umar Balow. 14-8, and something like that. But again, he looked really, really good also. Montee is Mount Crevis. The one thing that I can tell all of you out there is this dude is going to live at the foul line this year. He has an ability to get fouled or to move his body in a way to where he gets his shoulder passed. And not only does he get his shoulder passed, he gets hit. And he carries it through contact right there. It's a very unique skill. I've seen that a little bit throughout, but then you really saw it today in the red blue game. He is going to uh, he's going to be an issue, and I think you're going to see him and Umar Ballo. I don't think they're ever going to play together, but that front court uh, trio right there, that troika, is I think what you're going to be looking at right now. You're going to be looking at Umar Ballo, uh, Mount Crevis, and Keisha Johnson. Maybe one other person gets in there. We'll find out. I'm not exactly sure, but that's kind of where you're looking at it right now. Now, the uh now let's get to some of these uh, let's get to some of these comments right there. Okay, TLN was it streamed? No, it wasn't. The atmosphere was great, and this is where U of A gets it. Um, you again, you had Mike Bibby in town, you had Miles Simon, Andre Igadala, Richard Jefferson, Channing Fry. And on top of that, you had a huge plethora of recruits out there as well. The U of A gets this stuff. And not only do they get this stuff, they get this stuff in spades. This isn't difficult. And if you've got the best players out there and guys that have a gift for gab, you go ahead and utilize them. Richard Jefferson, the exact same thing right there. He is a, he commanded the scene. He looked really, really good doing all of that. Now, um, now let's look at uh, let's let's talk a little bit. Now it is an OG's kind of night, we'll get to that, Chef Duarte. But first, um, let's talk about uh, the Siddiqui Johnson award. <laughs> All right. Um, there really wasn't a Siddiqui Johnson award because nobody that isn't that good, like really balled out per se. Um, I think the one guy that I think a lot of people had questions about on how good he could be is um excuse me, uh, K.J. Lewis. K.J. Lewis, I'm going to keep coming back to it, and I'm going to sound like a broken record here. I don't know how many minutes he's going to get this year, but if you watched, and Emma, if we could bring up those dunks again from K.J. Lewis. He had two dunks right here that were absolutely sec- uh, absolutely top-notch. Watch this right here. Boom. I mean, you're looking at a guy that's got a 40-inch vert right there, 40-plus inch, and you look how he's built. I mean, he... Some dudes were just meant to play basketball. Some guys were meant to play basketball. KJ Lewis has that kind of build to him. And then if we could go for that next uh, KJ Lewis dunk right there, Emma, this is great. Umar Ballo, look at him jump over Umar right there. And if you were up close, he actually had a little bit of a room room to spare. And uh, Jose Roman, there were many recruits in attendance. We will get to those recruits there in a second. But OGS was mentioned right there. Let's chat a little bit about OGS briefly. All right, now you might be somebody that has a little bit of a hard time getting to sleep, or you're excited, or you're all over the place like me. OG's is here for you. Check out our new friends at OG's Brands for yourself and try one or a few of their many delicious flavors. Check them out across all socials at OG's Brands and online at ogsbrands.com. To find them at your local dispensary near you. Must be 21 plus to enjoy responsibly. All right. Philly B, Philly B, Philly B. Philly B went into that three-point contest, and no matter what you think of Philly B, Philly B is looking to get his, and I love that aspect about him. He is looking to get his. He went into a three-point contest where you had guys that have been balling out in the final four, like a Caleb Love. You have a Kylan Boswell. We all know what he can do, and Philly B went right in there and acted like he owned that moment because Philly B does own that moment. Now, I don't know what if he's going to play it all this year, But he was very comfortable shooting the three. And I wish I had the highlight, but there was a play where he kind of cleared out at the top of the key from three-point range. had a little bit of a hesitation dribble and then pulled up. The shot didn't go in. But Philly B is the kind of dude, if he's around here for five years and never plays a minute, he is going to have a great time doing it because that's how Philly B rolls right there. All right, now, Jaden Bradley. Jaden, people out there, you guys got to, you guys got to get this right here. Jaden Bradley is at some point—I don't know when that point's going to be—but he's going to be a starting point guard here at the U of A. And not only is he, uh, and not only is he going to be a, a starting point guard at the U of A, he's going to be that guy that might have some NBA potential to him. I don't know that Kylan Boswell is a top shelf NBA uh, talent. He's obviously a great collegiate player, but. Jaden Bradley is the one guy who he was in the dunk contest. Sure. He can't shoot great, but you watch him handle, you watch how he gets there. He's got a little bit of a next level burst that you don't see from a lot of different players out there. I'm excited to see where Lloyd uses him. And we're going to talk about the rotations here in a minute, but I'm incredibly excited to see where Tommy Lloyd does use him. Cause there's a lot of different avenues that you could use this dude. Um, and uh, we will get back to that there in a second. Caleb Love, Pella Larson, Kylan Boswell, Jaden Bradley. That's your quartet on at the uh, that are going to play 25 to 30 minutes per. Um, it'll be interesting to see what Pella does. Again, take it for what it's worth with Pella because I was wrong on Pella. My bad Pella. The my bad Pella movement is strong. But um, Pella still not really a great ball handler that's, Pella's kind of the same dude. And that's not a bad thing. Very good defender can make the open three going to be a little bit limited offensively. Good, really good athlete. That's kind of where Pella is going to be. And, you know, honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, I think that there's uh you, if you know exactly what you're going to get out of Pella, I think that's obviously a good thing. Now let's, let's talk. Keyshaugh Johnson right here. Keyshaugh Johnson is a very interesting guy right here. If we could go back to that uh, dunk right there, uh, um, Emma, where he uh, noses the ball into the basket, if you're up there, if you're up there watching him up close, he doesn't really have a he doesn't really have a a ton of offensive skill per se, but the one thing that he really does have though is he has a motor and he has a body that looked uh yeah, uh yeah, we can well, we can play those videos again that's cool um if you watch if you watch Keshaw Johnson. He's got a little bit of a body that, um, we got KJ Lewis right here first, but you watch Keyshawn, he's got that, he can, he just flies. He's got a body, that another guy that has a body that was meant to play basketball, and he's kind of got that lean, that lean muscle to him, and he's incredibly quick twitch. So I think what you're going to see from Keyshawn, and we got Keyshawn coming up here, in just a second, but I think what you're going to see from Shot is KJ Lewis steals the scene right here. Is he, and here we go, and there was a number of plays like this, but you watch this. This isn't something that anybody on the team could do last year. Um, he, he he's he's a remarkable specimen. I know that sounds weird to say, but when you watch him up close, he is. He's going to be a 14 and eight guy, bare minimum. And he doesn't have to have a ton of skill to be able to do just what he's doing right there. He is. Um, I think he's going to run the court. I also think that you could make the case that he's as indispensable a player as there is on the team. Arizona did not have anybody like him last year. Not only did Arizona not have anybody like him, Arizona, when they would go against players like him always had a, had a problem with it. again, A'Julis Tabellus did a really, really good job. A'Julis is very, really good basketball player, obviously. I think Keyshawn Johnson, though, has a little bit of that next level feel to it where he's going to fit in better on this year's team than I think uh, maybe uh, maybe A'Julis Tabellus would on this team. Now, we're going to get to your comments here in just a second right here. But Saturday Neon, now you see this A behind me right here. Saturday Neon, it's good stuff. Check it out. Go to saturdayneon.com and use code PHNX for 10% off your order today. Free shipping for orders over $200. It was started by a couple brothers that went together and got this thing going. And they're like, you know what? We need to do this right there. Saturday neon. Okay. Now some recruits, let's talk about some recruits and then we're going to get to uh, some other players right there. And I will light the a for the next post game show. You do have my word. Um, uh, the recruits in town, Jamari Phillips, his uh, Jamari Phillips was there and his mother and his father. They were there. Obviously, we've talked a ton about Jamari. Then you got Carter Bryant, he was there as well. You also had Emmanuel Steven. Um, I expect Emmanuel Steven to commit here uh, next week. That would be a nice little addition to the 2024 class. You would have two five star wings. Then you get that athletic big man that can kind of uh, that can hold things down for you up front and is a very nice uh, project type player. Get him in here for a year, get him in the weights, get them comfortable, and then probably can run with it from there. So those are the guys. And like I said, the house twins were there as well. That would be fantastic to get Eddie House's two kids, assuming they are good enough. But bringing Eddie House's kids here, having Eddie House's kids back the A would be absolutely fantastic right there. All right, as far as uh, TLN, did anybody look bad? Nobody really looked bad, but I will say that I think there are some players that I don't know exactly how they're going to crack the rotation this year. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think it's it's more indicative of the type of talent that this team has. Paulie M. Now I like Paulie M. a great deal, as I'm drinking some. But I think with Paulie M. I don't know where he I don't know where he plays because here's the deal. And again, this is an abundance of riches right here. Again, we talked about it. Kylan Boswell, uh, Pella Larson, Caleb Love, Jaden Bradley. Those dudes are all playing 25 to 25 30 up minutes per game. Keshaw Johnson, uh, Umar Ballo, leader of men. 25 to 30 minutes at the least. Montias, Crevis going to be playing 20 minutes. So you got about probably 15 to 20 minutes uh, per game, maybe a little bit more, depending on my math to be able to, uh, uh, to be able to kind of put that out there. Yes, Anthony, we will get to you in a second, um, but uh, I don't know where he plays the other guy too, that I don't know where he plays. And we are going to give the great Anthony Humbert some credit right here. I don't know where Henry plays, to be honest with you. I like Henry. I'm not down on Henry, per se, because Henry can block some shots. But offensively, I just don't know what he can really do out there. And on top of that, I just I think he might have peaked just a little bit. Pardon the pun, the four peaks, but uh, he... I don't. I don't know that he's going to play a ton this year. My guy, Dylan Anderson. I believe, and again, I'm biased, obviously, but I think Dylan might carve out a role for about five to eight minutes per game this year, something like that, maybe ten. But I don't see a. I don't see Henry Basar, uh I Don't I think one of these two dudes plays a little bit and then that's pretty much it. But let's get back to Ballo here for a second. Because again, the one thing I hate is when people bash somebody, and then when they come back, you don't hear anything about them. Oh, David Matola, that was mean, but you might be right. Um, Umar Ballo looks like he was bad. Umar Ballo looks like he took it to heart, and I think he's gonna be a problem. Um, I again 14 and eight. I am of the opinion now with Umar Ballo, the leader of men, that he doesn't need to he doesn't need to play thirty five minutes per game. I don't think that brings the best out of him. But if you have him playing twenty five to twenty eight minutes per game, I think that one hundred percent can bring the best out of him and not only bring the best out of him. You've got other guys there now that can uh, that can kind of buttress that. Mount Crevis got to talk about Mount Mount Crevis again. He's going to live at the foul line. It would not surprise me at all if Mount Crevis is the dude who maybe plays 15 to 18 minutes per game and shoots six or seven free throws. He is large. Anybody that was at this game, anybody that has watched him knows that he is the biggest dude on the team by a couple inches. I mean, he is absolutely... he is absolutely huge. By the way, my buddy Brad Allis just messaged me about KJ Lewis. We're going to get back to KJ Lewis here in a second. Um, there is some Hassan Adams to KJ Lewis for sure, but uh, Mount Crevis. Um, I think at this stage in the game, he's, he's got minutes carved out for him. All right. Mike Zaniga said, uh, let's see here. Um, how did love play? Love's going to be, love's going to be hit or miss. Now, granted I left after the first half cause I had to be able to get here to you, but Made a three, missed some shots. I think he's going to have some games where he's going to be eight of thirteen from the field, and then I think he's going to have some games where it's just not clicking. But what I liked about him, though, in this entire game, was that he he didn't force things. Like I said, at least in the first half, he didn't force things, and I think that is a very nice little uh, a little uh, tidbit because you got to remember he didn't. Um, you know he came in here with a uh, reputation as a guy that just wanted to get hit and he or get his and he didn't necessarily show that chef duarte you are not kidding kj lewis and again kj lewis to me is the one dude who really really stuck out or stuck out yep you gonna be wrong on him and sheer knows that one as well lewis is lewis is gonna be a monster by the time it's done here um I think, like I said, I think he forces his way into the rotation this year. And not only does he force his way into the rotation, I think by next year, he, Jamari Phillips, Carter Bryant, they're all going to have a nice little, uh, they're going to all have a nice little uh, 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 deal going on right there because all three of them can play. All three of them can really, really play. Um, if we could go back to maybe that Caleb Love, uh, that Caleb Love um Uh, Three-point shot right there, Emma. That would be fantastic from the uh, – so gets the ball right – you get the ball right here, and then let's see here. All right, so we got – what do we got here? All right, pass it around. And then – oh, this is Philly B. Oh, I didn't know we had that. Philly B gets his shot blocked. Philly B trying to get a little too cute. Sorry. And then – and then you get the ball to Caleb Love right here. Or coming back over. And then oh, that was Pella Larson right there. But either way, Caleb Love, I think, did what he needed to do. Philly B, though, I'm glad we were able to show that right there because that was Philly B saying, "I'm going to get some of mine right there." But this team is good. Like I said, I believe this is going to be the best team of the uh, of the Tommy Lloyd era. It might not be a number one seed, but um, I will say that uh, I will say that um, it's going to be a team to come March. It's going to be a lot better equipped to be able to, uh, to go deep because there's no weenies on this team. That is a good thing about it. Also something to check out. Go PHNX, become a PHNX diehard today. Go to go PHNX. You can get access to all the discord chats, all the articles, all the merchandise. There's watch parties, you name it. They've got it. And the great Anthony Gimino on there as well. Now, all again, we got you covered for all things. Become a PHNX hard today to go to go PHNX. All right. Um, now let's see Anthony Humbert right here says he passes to the man and boom goes the dynamite. That's a uh, that, that's that's a good way of putting it right there. Jose Roman we actually saw the emoy there. The emoy looked like he was in emoy shape. Um, you can take that for what it's worth, but the emoy looked like he was in the emoy shape right there. All right now Jose Roman. All right, you guys are putting me on the spot right here. That's fine. Give us your Ws and Ls for the pre conference schedule. All right. I think Arizona, and again, don't shoot me. I think that Arizona is going to lose to Duke. I think Duke is, uh, it's a tough place to go into, but I think Arizona is going to lose to Duke. But I do believe, I do believe that Arizona is going to beat Michigan State. And Michigan State, this is going to be one of Izzo's better teams this year. I think Arizona is going to smash Wisconsin. And I do believe that uh, Alabama, I think Arizona is going to get Alabama. I think they might trip up against Purdue. But that's just because Purdue is a big 12 team, right? Th- or a big 10 team right there that is going to specialize during the regular season. Gene M. Yes, they did end up streaming the game after all, but they didn't announce it in typical uh, Pac-12 fashion right there. Um, So if you go on, uh, you go on the Arizona site, you can actually see it right there, but it was very, uh, very odd. Um Now, the uh let's see here. No way, Arizona by four at Duke. I love that. I'm totally cool with that right one right there. Um, now Steve Hernandez says, What's an emoy? Emoy is the equipment manager of the year, Brian Brigger, who's also the assistant athletic director. That is the emoy. Yes, trust me, everybody. I just found out that they streamed the game as well. This is again the communication from the U of A. And I love the U of A. Everybody knows that, but uh, the communication was less than ideal when it came to this. So There certainly is that uh, aspect as well. Now, this team in the Pac-12 right now, I believe that this is going to be the best team in the conference. I know a lot of people like SC. You got Bronny James coming back, obviously, get all of that. I believe this team is going to be the best team in the conference. And not only do I believe it's going to be the best team in the conference, I believe it's going to be a top 10 team nationally. And um, not only do I believe that, I'm going to give you the reasons why here in just a second. But first, Shady Rays. And again, guys, I totally agree with you on the streaming. I just found out about this about 10 minutes ago, as did everybody else. I'm starting to get text messages about this, which is bizarre. But Shady Rays. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Again, frustrated right there, everybody, because we could have all watched the game streaming-wise, but you know what? I guess we don't always get what we want. That's a little bit annoying. But in the Pac-12, this is going to be Arizona's team. There's going to be Arizona's conference. I don't believe that this is going to be a team that is going to have many troubles against really anybody outside of maybe USC, maybe Oregon and maybe one other team. I think Arizona's going to run rough shot over it and I think Arizona's probably going to go 4 and 2 in their big out of conference games. Maybe 3 and 3, 5 and 1 would obviously be ideal. LA Shadow, I believe, so if you go on the Pac12 site, I believe you'll probably be able to get that one as well. Um, but overall, though, there's going to be Lloyd's best team because here's what you got. You got shooting and not only shooting, you've got defense and you've got ball handling as well. And you've got all the peaks up front that are going to be able to take care of business. I can't wait for basketball to get here. Don't get me wrong. And yes, Colorado is sneaky. Good this year. Don't get me wrong. Love Arizona football back the a. A. But man, there's just something a little bit different when Arizona basketball starts. And I think Tommy Lloyd secretly knows that this is a pretty good team that he has on his hands right there. Now, one other thing, the four peaks, four peaks are back. Visit fourpeaks.com backslash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. Steinholding, Oktoberfest, haunted brewery tours are right around the corner. Check out Four Peaks Brewer, Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest on Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 years or up. Please drink responsibly. Um, Steve Hernandez says, Can Caleb Love uh, carry the team in rough patches during a game like Matherin? Now listen, and I know you're not saying that. Um you're uh this is a, he is not a, um, he's not Ben Matherin, but I do think that there's going to be stretches where he can carry this team in a way that nobody had last year. And I think that's going to be a pretty good, uh, a pretty good, uh, deal, but you're also going to have more guys that can make plays off the bounce, but there's a little bit of Matherin to him again. He's not going to be Ben Matherin. He's just not that good, but there's a little bit of that. And yes, I miss Ben as well. Um, and James, listen, man, I love Dave, Dave. I think it's done a great job uh, getting us into the conference. We need to, um, I, uh, but you got to tell people if this game's going to be streamed. I agree with you entirely. You know, again, I'm not going to just carry water just because I really like somebody and I think they do a good job. This, to me, was a little bit of a mess up. But overall, this is a good team, everybody. And we're going to talk a ton more about it. But I wanted to be able to touch base with all of you, kind of give you a little bit of what I saw. You know, I know. And uh, you guys can all go back and stream and then tell me what you saw as well. But on that note, I'm tired. I've been up since 4 a.m. I am going to take a a minute. We're going to sign off here, but Misner says, I hope they pull up a full video of it. I only caught the last three minutes of the stream because like many others, I had no idea. Um, So there we are now. Will you remember family Arizona tomorrow against Washington? We need you all out there, everybody. We need you all out there. This could be a huge game. Noah Fafita. I would be very surprised if he does not get the start. Maybe the start of another um, maybe the start of another new era. But again, really appreciate all of you out there. You guys are fantastic. You're the ones that make the show. I'm gonna sign off, but we'll be back with you tomorrow night. Mark your calendars. And for the great Emma Clark behind the scenes, really appreciate you. All of you, we'll be back with you. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats postgame.